are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, and because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I absolutely love to gamble. I learned about betting and sports lines when I was in college. Now I'm 20 years older, I know so much more, and every day I try to bring a lock, and I always hope to God that it's a winner, and I've got three in a row, boys. Eddie? My name is Eddie. I know the least about sports, but I am your sports fan. I'm your average sports watcher. I know everything. Nah, I don't know anything about sports. I'm just kind of your, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know the what's what's and the who's who's and the what. I'm a little thrown off, because I guess I'm just throw petty into my title. There was a tweet that came down and called me petty. First off, I don't know what that means. Second off, I don't ever read tweets because they just get to me. Obviously you do. No, the only reason I saw it is because Ray, who I follow, responded, I agree 100%. And the tweet said that they need to get rid of me, the podcast needs to get rid of me and add pits in here because I'm petty and I'm just not good, I guess. And it hurts my feelings. And I would never have seen that tweet unless Ray, if Ray wouldn't have responded, I agree with you 100%. Coach, the chick was probably kidding. She doesn't hate you on the show. Maybe sometimes you get annoying when you talk about the Cowboys or you really sound like you don't know what you're talking about. That is probably what kind of annoys her. But she generally likes the people on the show. That's why people listen right. to it. Eventually, they're not going to like all of us at some point. There's there's times like, oh, this conversation, I hated Lunchbox. This conversation, I hated Ray. That's how it works. They're not going to like us all. All 100% of the time. So she must have just listened to something and sent that tweet. Today, you may be her favorite or his favorite on the show. I don't know if it was a guy or girl, but that's how it works. That's how it works. Don't worry about it. It's just you got to take the criticism, get better. Let Don't let it affect you, but just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be out here and I'm going to prove this girl wrong. I'm not petty and I'm here and I'm going to help make this show great. And there is ways to read tweets and make yourself better from that tweet. I will take What's petty? What does that mean? Well, Google it. Yeah, but you can you can read something, say, okay, then I need to improve on that. Bam, perfect. Thank you for the advice. I'm going to go ahead and go do that today. That's my homework. Dude, you you read tweets like you're a scared little kid, man. Like, be a man. It's are, a you out, a, yeah. are you a man or are you a mouse? Listen, petty, hey. the meaning of petty is of little importance. Wow. <laughs> Really? Yeah, be a man. No. I'm going to read that from a, a person that listens to this podcast and think like, ha, ha, I don't care. I'm a man. I'm like, no, that hurts my feelings. No, she's saying that you sometimes talk about stuff of little importance. That's what I think probably what she's referring to. Oh. Because, I mean, it's like, like, or you argue points that are of little importance. Exactly. You get stuck but can on you little imagine things. how stupid this podcast would be if all three of us were like, I think Alabama sucks. I agree. Alabama sucks. You're right. Alabama sucks. I actually kind of like that. We should do that. Next topic. Yeah. The Cowboys need a new head coach. Yeah. yeah. Cowboys need a new head coach. Yes. What about you, Lunchbox? Cowboys need a new head coach. Yeah. Next topic. I mean, Woo. guys, this is what we do. And I'm honestly, when I argue these things, I do mean it. Like I sometimes. Like I do, for example, I do believe that athletes play professional sports for the money. Reason number one to be rich and famous. And then we argue that for a little bit because that's the way the show is. We argue about those things. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I, I see what you're saying, but that's fine. God, I, I don't I, you can't let it hurt your feelings. But you, I'll make you feel better, okay? Go ahead. Let's start off this podcast because you know usually we dive right into the sports and our we don't usually dive in with hurt feelings. We usually play a game called Would You Rather. 
We don't do that anymore. Because someone tweeted in not to no, do that. No, no one did. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's my point. No one tweeted in that. I just find it annoying. You said the people don't like it. Yeah, in my head they don't. Oh, the people in your head. Yes, because I don't like it. I find it super annoying. So if I don't like it, then we ain't. I don't think we should do it. Because I feel like I represent a lot of the people. Like, Ray, do you find that annoying? It is annoying. So that's why we stopped doing it. <laughs> you too think it's annoying? That's annoying sound. Well, then find us some music so we can We're have something. What have we talked about? We're not allowed to play no, music. I have a whole category of generic music that we can use. All right. Okay, well, we'll come up with... You, you can in the meantime, that... I wanted to do... Dun, dun, dun. No, in the meantime, that's been like three weeks. You could have put that music in. Okay. Okay, would you rather be the most popular person at work or the smartest person at work? Well... You got you to gotta realize that being the smartest person at work makes the more money eventually. So I'd rather be the rich person at work, meaning I'd rather be the smart person at work. You have to be a little patient because you're not going to make the money quick. But if you're the smartest, I mean, the boss will get wind of that and they'll put you in a position where you make a lot of money. Dude, I always want to be the most popular. When you go into the lunchroom, you don't want to be the guy that sits on the outside of the tables or one by himself you want to be at the middle of that lunch table you know in our break room when we go sit down there and a table for four i know but when you're talking to other people it's cool being popular and they're jealous of your life and they're asking you questions do you want to be the guy that's just sitting over there in the corner eating his lunch by himself no you want people to like you you go up to the sales floor dude have you ever gone up there yeah because we're popular and people love it like for some reason when we go up there i swear to god dude when we go up to the sales floor it's like a party it's a a freaking party dude everybody stops what they're doing hey come talk to me come to my come to my dad's what's going on in your life blah 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 Ray is 100% right on this. You want to be the most popular person at Dang work it. because people like you. And you don't, like Ray's saying, you don't want to be the guy that is stuck in his office and doesn't want to go in the kitchen because no one's going to eat lunch with him. So you just close your door and you eat your lunch in your office because no one likes you. Mm-hmm. That is terrible. And you say the smartest person gets the, makes the most money? Eh, incorrect. It's not what you know. Did it's sh- who you know. Did the show just end? He made the eh oh, oh, we're done then. <laughs> that is how it works. When you are trying, most jobs is, it's who you know and how you get promoted. It's not how smart you are. Very rarely do oh they take the goodness. smartest person. Mm-hmm. That's why you join a frat. You know what? When you go, <laughs> what when, are you talking about? When you go please for, go on. Please when, go when, on. When you go for an interview after school and you're a Kappa Sig from, you know, whatever, from Virginia Tech, and you're applying for a job out in California, and you find out the guy that's interviewing is a Kappa Sig, what do you know? You already got an in. It's because you know that person, not because you got a higher SAT score. Who's the CEO of our company? iHeart. Bob Pittman. Okay, does that dude popular? Yes. No, 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 no. Yes, he, he, would, he would be the dude sitting alone in the break room no eating chance. his soup by himself. But he's a genius. He's smart. He makes decisions. That's why he's rich and the CEO. You're sure he wasn't in a frat? <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. I would bet you Bob Pittman was in a frat. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to. I'm telling you, the popularity Steve Jobs thing- wasn't popular. He was a loner. He's smart though. He's so smart, and he was rich. And he hate and he was and everybody hated him. Yeah, so he wasn't popular. Exactly. So wh- I would rather be popular, not rich. No, I'm gonna get rich you're from being popular. That, oh, oh, but you're popular Listen, now. You're popular a lot now. Of Are people you rich? I, a lot of no. A lot of people I know 
get their jobs because they know somebody, not because they have a better resume than someone else. It's who you know. Hey, and you know, Lunch said that you're, if you're a cabin say you get a job at other places. You know there's a database. So when you graduate, Absolutely. this is the reason to be in sororities and fraternities. I learned about this. I dated a chick, sorority. And she said there's a database throughout the entire country, and you can pick a job you want, call that person and say, hey, I'm in the same sorority, and you get moved to the front of the line for interviews. You're not necessarily going to get hired, but you get looked at. But you, there's a risk, though. So you're ban- you're banking that the boss is going to be a kappa sig. Like what? What if he's a gamma phi? <laughs> you still relate because you're in the fr- fraternity world. Things like that. Oh, or, so so or, like, or like in the movie Big when he's like, "Did you pledge?" Remember when he's trying to go on that job interview and he's just like, "Oh, you went to GW." Yeah. yeah did yeah. you did, did you, you pledge? And he's like, "Yeah, every morning." Yeah. It, he meant like pledge of allegiance, right. but he meant pledge of frat. Yeah. So that's what that yeah, was an interview. Sort of like these the Texas A&M Aggies. All those people wear their rings, their class rings, even Whoop. 10 years after they graduated college, which alone, they need to take those off. But no, you see an Aggie no, ring. No, if they can tailgate till they're 50 years old, then they can leave their ring. No, on. I don't mind tailgating. Okay, and those are topics we've shelved. Yes. So I mean, anyway, they Just use saying. those Aggie rings as a connector. Like you yes. go to a job interview and you got an Aggie ring on. It's like, oh man, they like you more because you got the Aggie ring. Exactly. Because they graduated from A&M. That's, That's how right, it works. but then you could be late 20 times, be hungover, miss the day of work here and there, and they're going to fire you. It doesn't matter if you're, hey, fraternity brother, it's all good, dude. Don't worry about sales. It, we're at an all-time low. It's all good, though. You're my frat brother. <laughs> no. It's more of like, dude, you sold a 1,000 cars this month. You're a genius. You get a raise. I want you to run my car dealership. And actually, I'm going to fire you because frat bro over there, he's horrible. He comes <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> hey, frat hey, bro. fratty over there is hungover every he Monday. He still thinks we're in college. <laughs> yep. But but then again, it's t- two against one. I'm the odd one out, so go ahead, tweet me at Sore Losers. We want Eddie off the show. show. At See, sore Eddie, you show. gotta you gotta quit being a little woe is me person. Quit. Like it's not like this. Well, is... we started the show. I read the tweet right before we went All on. All right, and let it go. We've moved on. We're talking about fun stuff. What well, I mean, Kevin Durant let Draymond Green, they didn't let that go. Dude, yeah. those guys that, We it, talked about it yesterday a little bit, how they got into it on the bench and there's trouble in paradise. Well, apparently it carried, the locker room. it carried over to the locker room, and then Draymond Green was suspended by the Warriors one, one game. game. That's crazy. I watched the game last night. He wasn't missed. They didn't need him. It was crazy. They yeah. played like a great Warrior basketball well, without Draymond's him. Not, Draymond's not a huge scorer. He's, he's just double. He's the triple-double guy. Exactly. He's, he's assists, rebounds, He's the defense. glue, usually. But, dude, you can do it with one of the Splash Brothers, Drank, and then also uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant. And then now you got the big man McGee underneath. They're good. McGee doesn't McGee play. McGee didn't play. Oh, excuse me? JaVale no. McGee plays for the Lakers. Exactly what I meant. He got traded. Down they the coast. Like, free agency this offseason. Down the coast. Whoever's the other big man they have Livingston. there. Looney. Thank you. Sean Livingston's a point guard. <laughs> yep. Trey Young. No, he plays for the Hawks. They, they played, played the other. Hawks last I night. I got it. The Hawks aren't Different very jerseys, good. I saw so that. you didn't need Draymond Green. But that, that's not what this is about. I don't get the suspension. Yeah, you don't because you're not using your head. It makes what? no sense. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what it means. Tell me. What they are telling Draymond Green is shut up. Okay. We are tired of your stuff. And guess who's more important to this franchise than you? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Kevin Durant has a chance to opt out into free agency this summer and leave Golden State. Golden State is dying to keep him. They are going to do everything in their power to keep Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. They want to keep them together. So what they did by suspending Draymond Green 
is said, hey, look, bud, you may have won some championships with us in the past, but I'm going to tell you, we are tired of your act. And if you want to stay here, you are going to get in line behind Steph, behind Clay, and behind Durant. They're more important to this franchise. They're more important to this franchise than you are. We are more concerned about making Kevin Durant happy than making you happy. Every conflict, we will stand with Kevin Durant if that makes him realize how loyal we are. And if we got to ship you out, we will ship you out. We will find someone else that can fill your role because there's this is there's not enough room on the the bus for you to be driving. There's three drivers of the bus, and you're not one of them. You may have been in the big three before Durant. Now you're number four. You're sitting on the sideline. That is Were what you there. That is what they are saying to Draymond Green. Did you oh. hear what Draymond called KD? B word. B word. You're and, a little B word. And he was oh. mad. He also brought up about how you're making this year all about you, supposedly because he about he can opt out of free agency instead of Kevin Durant just saying I'm not going to opt out. And Draymond Green is tired of answering questions about it. But that's what the Warriors are telling him. Like, look, you think you're important. But you're you're tired. Kevin Durant's more important. That's that's the only reason they suspended him. Is it really a suspendable offense if they yell at each other in no. the locker room? No. What the, they are trying to send a message to Kevin Durant, and that is what this whole year about is about. Make Kevin Durant happy. That's why when they introduced him at the first game and they gave out their championship rings, who did they introduce last? Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. So he could get the biggest ovation to feel the love from the fans and the organization. Everything this year the Warriors do, it's about winning a championship, but number two, it's about keeping Kevin Durant as a Golden State Warrior. Because they're in trouble if he goes somewhere else, right. especially with these other guys floating around. That's that's the thing. They realize they if they keep Durant, they can be a dynasty for years to come. Oh, yeah. They lose him, they are in deep trouble because he is the best player on that team. I agree. Clay sometimes will put up fifty and a quarter, and then he'll you don't even know he's on the court most of the time. You just Clay plays great defense. He's he's great then on that's the defense. That's what I don't end. see. You don't watch. You only watch Sports Center for the highlights of Splash Brothers on Sports Center. They're not showing him Clay playing defense. No, they're not. Well, that, well, <laughs> no. well, well Sports Center doesn't should, really though. show defense. Really, they should in the highlight. And look at that coverage on him. Like wow, he's not letting them move right there. Bam. Sports Center hasn't shown a defensive highlight in years. Guys, I want to rewind this tape a little bit. Look at his arms, how spread out they are. I mean, that player can't do anything when he's defending them like that. I mean, every millennial's turning that off. They only show the dunks, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's all they. That's all they show is the that's dunks. It. So you don't see that part of it. But yes, he is important. And that's what. That's all that suspension means. It's not really that big a deal. Like, oh, okay, one game. Who cares? Like, they can win one game without him. They're sending a message to Draymond that we have Kevin Durant's back. And you aren't as important. And Draymond looks like kind of a punk. It seems like he just likes to argue and yes. fight with teammates. And man, is he married? His family? I wonder if he's like that with them. He's always just yelling at people inside of his interpersonal yes, he, life. With he his is ro- the one. He he's high intensity and he he's angry all the time. He's one of those imagine? guys. Well, hold up, hold up. That you like as a teammate, but if you played against him, you hate him. He's an irritant. Oh yeah. Lunchbox, do you throw stuff around the house when you're angry? Like, do you? No. Okay, you do on the golf course. So right. I don't think he's like that uh, at home. Interesting. Good it's point. competitive. So it is competitive. He's working. That's his job. He goes and he plays that way on the court. At home, he may be a very peaceful man. Amazing. I mean, I compare it to Lunchbox because on the golf course, he's miserable. He throws clubs. No, he, used to. He says GD and he says Dude, like, is son re- of a... Like he, he has Sports a, brings that out of you sometimes. Competition does. But Absolutely. I've, but I've seen him at home and he's not like that. 
Competition so, brings out the worst in everybody. That's what it is. Because you're a competitor. It's a competitive spirit. And so, but especially on the court or on the field, for guy, guys, I can just speak yes. from my own personal experience. You get, become a hothead, but usually in your normal life with your chick, I don't know if I've ever been a hothead. But when I get on the course and the court and in the field, sometimes I get a little high headed. Okay, well, I'm going to take your theory on on the message that you're trying to send uh, to to Draymond about Kevin Durant. I I understand the technique. I understand why they're doing it, but you can't have a healthy team that way. Draymond's the 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 one that's reacting to it because that's his personality. But you got to feel like everyone else in that team, minus the Splash Brothers, drink, drink probably feel like WTF, man, like. Okay, I know he's important to this team, but we're also really good. And if you make this team really good, it's not about one player. We can win a championship together. And so it's got to mess up the environment there. Like nah. it's got no, no, no. Steph and the boys like, have been like, dealing with this for years. I don't they understand know what you mean. What they're saying is we can win more championships with, with Durant, Kevin Durant. I understand. And we can, then we can with Draymond Green. That's well, all they're saying. Well, and then, that's, I don't think it's directed towards him. I think oh, it's directed is. towards the whole team. No. Like, Draymond Green is the problem. He's the one that went at Kevin Durant. No one else on the team no, no. went at Kevin Durant. I know. I and get so, it. But I think it's the message to if, everyone. If you do this yes. to Kevin Durant, this is what will happen to you. Draymond Green, obviously, he, it, he, it happened to him because he's the one that reacted. Anyone else, you will get suspended for one game if you keep this crap up. You treat him. Because you're right. I think they do look at it that way. Like, Durant's going to help us win. So treat him like a baby. Like, he's our special little baby. We need to make him feel good so he doesn't go anywhere. Yes. I get it, but it's a message to the whole team, and that's going to backfire. I feel like it's going to backfire because the environment of the team is going to be like, "Oh, little baby Duran, like let's treat him good." What about us? We're all NBA players. We're all super talented. And Steve Kerr, if he really knew what he was doing, he could make it's kind of like the Belichick or the Popovich. You can make champions out of anyone, and he's done that. I know. So don't specialize, Durant. You're going to make the whole team hate each other. That's my theory. On Interesting, it. but. I mean, I, I, I like the team side with KD. They're like, Durant, yeah, he's always talking all the time, and he dribbled the ball up the court and, like, fell over and didn't even get a shot off. I'm going to side with the cool guy, Durant. Like, Draymond looked like an idiot. He is an idiot. <laughs> he's and- not the guy to bring up the ball. He made a mistake in the first place, and that led to the fight, and then that led to the suspension. Homeboy should, I mean, my boy should have just never dribbled the ball off the court. He's not a point guard. But like, he does dribble it up a lot. I know. He thinks he's a point guard. Like, give it to the guys that <laughs> need the ball. He he's a point guard. <laughs> he does. He thinks he's the point guard. Sometimes he thinks he needs to shoot threes. Uh, statistically, I don't think he's been great at threes. Not really. There was a time when he was, but so that's He's Draymond. a mess, man. No, he's cool. Like, he's good. just a mess. He's good for— He's not—he's not a—what do you mean a mess? He just is competitive— and he's a hothead. He's anger. Like he gets mad. That's what happens. He that's he's very competitive, highly volatile, volatile person on the basketball court. Listen, junkyard dog back in the day used to clean everything up. That's how he was known. He's a junkyard dog, baby. Everybody needs a junkyard dog. That's great, Draymond. That whatever happened to Birdman? Where's that dude? <laughs> he's probably out of the league. He's like forty. Okay, you know, like him. It was just like, dude, you're just a mess. Like <laughs> Dennis Rod, you need a. What dr- do you mean, Birdman dude, wasn't a mess dude, just because yeah, he, he got suspended for drugs? You, <laughs> <laughs> You need a Dennis the Worm Rodman. You need a Birdman. You need a Draymond. Everybody kind of needs that on a team to mix it up. I, you do. You need you need a glue guy, and he is that guy. But you can't treat Durant that way. If you're, there, he's more important than you. Sorry, that's what happened. And you know what Golden State did that what we didn't do? They've already moved on from it. They've Suspension already moved over, on. And, and if you want to go see the Warriors, hundred dollars, you can get into every Warriors game. What for yeah. per month? Oh. $100 a month, you can get to any game? Any any what? Warriors That's game. It's like season tickets? It's like season tickets? Dude, if if we live in Oakland, San going Francisco. tonight. I'm going tonight. It's called 
the in the building pass. Hundred dollars, but you can't see the court. You get in the building and you go sit at one of the bars and watch the game on a TV. Get out of here. Are you serious? That's the dumbest <laughs> That's thing I've heard in my life. That's so dumb. Dang it. I mean When do you find out you can't see the court? No, it says it in it. Oh. No, no, no. How many people are not gonna ah. see that though? Be like, oh I'm in. Like, don't you imagine seeing so many people going like hundred bucks Dude. a month? Here's my credit card. Charge it. And then when they get there, they're like, well, well, I'm sorry, what? Some of those, I'm telling you right now, some, I've done it before. Some of the seats don't necessarily say obstructed view, especially back in the day. Dude, one time my dad got seats, set us right behind a foul pole in Major League Baseball. Yeah. You could not see the catcher or the pitch the entire game. I <laughs> That's was like, pretty funny. I was like, Dad, really? There's two foul poles, and we sat behind one of them. Here's my thing. So you, you get in the, the arena for $100, any game you want. If you just walk around the stadium and kind of stand, if there's a lot of people standing, or just try to find an open seat and get kicked out and get kicked out and get kicked out, I think it's worth it. I don't know how they're going to keep you from walking in and trying to find a seat. They're not. Because ushers don't check every single person's ticket. And when I go to games, I buy a cheap seat. I'm trying to go down to the expensive seats. Hope someone doesn't show up. They come in the middle of the first quarter. Okay, I'll move a section over. Here's an empty seat. I think they're getting better at that because I tried it at a at a Preds game in or it was something over at Bridgestone here in Nashville and like there was just an usher every entrance like every even the yeah, very you just top. walk in though no 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 they want to see your ticket every you, single time you, you wait you're, you you got to walk right past them like you know what you're doing you have your phone out like you're texting someone or you wait until they're checking someone else's ticket and you walk right by them. I mean, they, that's they, definitely the way to They can't the stop every single person. You just If you act like you know where you're going, they are, okay, they assume. If you're like, you look hesitant, like, who should I do it? Do I look scared? Who? I don't know. They Oh, do you need help finding your seat? Oh, no, I, I know I know where I'm going. Then they're going to bust you. And here's a way to do it. This is what I do with my buddy. So we'll have our normal crappy seats at a National Predators game, and so we're literally in the third deck. You just spot out the seats that you want in the lower bowl. So the whole first period, you're just chilling, looking at the seats that you want that are empty. There's nobody in them, okay? So in your head, you're making like a mental picture of where those seats are. After the first period, the person hasn't come. You go drop down to those seats. Yes, you have to walk by some ushers. It gets kind of awkward at times. But as long as you go with a group, as long as you go when they're checking somebody else's ticket, you drop down to those seats, and for the most part, they're going to still be open. If they miss the first period, they're missing the game. Well, That's impressive that you scout out the seats. Me, I just oh. go sit and wait until I get kicked out. I was at Wrigley Field when I was a kid. Summer of 98. McGuire, Sosa, Sunday night baseball, Cubs, Cards. My dad. Okay, best game ever. Exactly. We bought standing room only tickets. Me, my dad, my brother, a few of my cousins, Forrest. my uncle. And no, Forrest wasn't with <laughs> Forrest's us. Forrest's dad. And <laughs> we got there and we walk in. We're just walking in, looking around, and we go down the third baseline and about 10 rows up right at third base. We sit down in three seats and then the four seats behind us. Sit there the whole game until the sixth inning. And out of nowhere, the usher just comes up to us and is like, hey, can I see your ticket? And I was like, crap, we're about to get busted, right? So I just like, oh, man, I don't know what I did with it. But she has hers. And it was just some chick sitting next to me. I didn't know the chick. Like, she was part of a different group. I didn't even know her. And he goes, ma'am, can I see your ticket? She pulls out her ticket. Shows him, he goes, okay, you guys are good, thank you, and walks away. She played the game, though. Like, you picked the right girl to do that I mean, with. it was, and so I never had to move. That's I amazing. sat there the entire game, Sunday night baseball, right there at Wrigley Field, standing, I mean, it was supposed to be standing room only. It was 
awesome. That's great. But you re- you realize the rich people, not all of them go to these games. That's well, the thing. Hold up, hold up. Coach, so that's why there's these great seats so close to the you action guys, you're that missing, are vacant. You're missing a detail here. The the when you get down to that point, the really good seats, those are season tickets, probably someone that's had them for years. Yes. So when you say you're right, they don't go to every game, but guess what? Everyone around them knows that those are Jimmy's seats. Like, yeah, Jimmy goes there all the time. But they think so Jimmy gave them to somebody. Right? Exactly. No, but usually they're just, and then they'll make conversation. Oh yeah, hey, so where's Jimmy tonight? <laughs> yeah, no, you couldn't come. He's not he gave us his seats or whatever. Like they know. It's like your neighbor. It's like you pulling up to some house. Your neighbors know that, that car doesn't belong there. <laughs> it's a little fishy sometimes. So hey, you're forgetting that. Of, hey, if you don't care about being embarrassed or awkwardness, because those are awkward moments. I've when you never do that. had someone say, Hey, those are Jimmy's seats. Where's Jimmy tonight? Never in my life of sneaking into seats. You've lucked out. You've lucked out because it's gonna. It, it comes off as weird to people, especially when every week the same people are sitting. There. I agree so with you on that. So would you pay the hundred dollars to get in the in the arena for the Warriors? Yes. Hell no. Yes. What? You get to see the Splash Brothers in person, but Drink. but you got to go to. I mean, you can't. Can you see the game in person, or you did a bar like you it said? says you had to go to a bar in the arena? Right. So you can't even probably sit at the like right in the front to watch the game with your own eyes. I'm telling you, there's maybe at the. I haven't been to a Warriors game. Maybe that thing fills up. But is from that Oracle? What I, yeah, yeah, they for, probably fill up. But there has to be. Maybe from my experience, there's always, always an empty seat. seat. I'm exactly. Sure. I'm with you on that. And speaking of the Warriors. There's this dude. They bring him down on the court to honor him. I think it was on Veterans Day. This is when the fight Kevin Durant and them happened, uh, Draymond Green. And they just want to act like they're honoring him. And he's in his uniform. And then he pulls off the worst proposal I've ever seen to his chick. Brandon, I believe you have something you would like to say as well. Yes, I do. Randy Steele, you're my best friend. I love you more than ever. He's not asking anything. But he got in his knee. Yes, yes of course. He oh. never asked her. He, he never but asked the question. He was so nervous. He was getting down on his knee and had the microphone, never says anything, and she just goes, yes. Like, his mouth never moves. He never asked the question. He freaked out, and he choked. And she finally had to look at him and just go, yes. Because she was waiting for him. The video is great. She's waiting for him to say something. He doesn't say it, so she finally just goes, "Yes." <laughs> did you did you propose to your wife like that, knee down? No, no, no. That mine was over the phone. But this is so bad. You have your big moment. You have it all planned out with the Warriors. They bring you down the court like they're just honoring a veteran, and you just stare at her. Coach, it's a stressful moment, and and the fact that this dude decided to do it in front of all these people on TV, whatever. Coach, and then blow it like that? That's a that's bad. That's bad on his part. That is so bad. He wasn't ready for that. It might have just been the people in the arena. It might have been Jumbotron. So hopefully it wasn't on TV for the dude. I don't think it was on TV. I think it was just God. on the Jumbotron, like during a timeout. They didn't like call a timeout during the game and say, Hold on, hold on, guys, we got a big announcement. It's usually when they go to commercial break is they do these things. But the video is great. We'll put it on the Twitter. Sore loser show on Twitter. But I laughed so hard because he never even asked her. I did traditional uh, proposal to my wife, and it was very stressful. I mean, it's just is ner- your hands are sweaty. You're just but shaking. What is nervous about it? It just is because I, I mean, your your life is changing at that moment. You're you've made your the life's deci- over. Not not over. It's changing. <laughs> it's 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 you're you've asked you're asking her or this person to share the rest of your life, the rest of your life together. 
Like, that's a huge life moment. So you're like, oh, my God, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And so that's crazy. You're, you're nervous. Ray. What's up? That's coming up for you, right? Yeah, it's Absolutely. coming up for you. Absolutely. How soon? I don't know how soon, um, but I know I will remember to ask the question. You don't want to look like a smuck <laughs> like that, dude. But I mean, the most important part of the thing is asking the question. Or maybe he knew that, and maybe that's the kind of loophole but, that he did. I never coach, really asked you. Okay, Coach, but you said you were nervous. Where were you, on the beach, or what'd you, where'd you propose? Outside of her house. Okay, and you were nervous. This dude was in an arena proposing, dude. I would have been shaking, man. Yeah. You so want, it's okay that you forget this. I, I really don't like the place he proposed. You really want that many people watching yeah. you while you're doing the most nerve wracking thing of your life? But that's his life. I know. Like that's what he decided to do. No, he but he put up. himself in that position. That's why you forgot the question. There were a bunch of people staring at you. <laughs> Ask this chick to be with you for the rest of your life. Ooh. Well, thanks, fun. guys. Thanks for reminding me that I need to do it. Soon. Well, yeah. Just we're just letting it. you know it's coming up. No, no, you I don't. I, you it. don't have to do it soon. I'm just saying you guys been together a while. I figure. How long you guys been together? Uh, I think it's five years. Five years. It's not yeah, bad. Not bad. Yeah. No, it's probably time. It's, it, so it's it's up to you. I don't want to put any whenever you're on. ready. You don't have to, but I mean. But it's you should time. be like the other people and everybody in life that tells you when you should propose. You exactly. Should be like that. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. your, here, you should play that role. Yeah. Here, now, here, here's the thing that's annoying about <laughs> when you start dating someone. Oh, when are you gonna propose? Okay. So then you propose. Question number one. Then you get married. When are you gonna have a baby? When are you gonna have a baby? There Great. you go. I had a baby four months ago, right? My wife did. Now it's when are you gonna have a second baby? Like guys, <laughs> yeah. can, can, never can, stop. It's so you, annoying. Can you just relax and let us enjoy the moments of our life? Like you're right. dating here, you guys are having fun. Why do we have to put pressure on everybody to do everything? Correct. When are you gonna have another kid? Okay. When are you gonna retire? Like the questions never stop. Like when are you gonna move? Just let it be. Like or if they're married, like how come you don't have kids yet? <laughs> guys, like relax. Right. Maybe they're trying and they haven't been able to get pregnant. Maybe. Oh, it's a sure. str- it's, it's so, so annoying. stupid. Like people should stop doing that. But Ray, whenever you're ready, I, th- I mean, it's probably about time. So the rest of the world does this thing. I go do it regardless. Just go for it because everybody else is doing it. Because no, everybody else tells you that's a great hey, advice. You're a good dad, you dude. No, I don't think you should take anybody's advice on it. I mean, you should just look at like your life and say like, all right, I've been together with this chick for five years. I'm probably not going to find anyone better. This is it. Like this is the one I found. So just. Might as well do so it. So that's it because you're not going to find anybody better or because this is the best thing that's ever happened to me? It just depends how you look at it. Half is glass full. The glass is half full. Glass is half empty. It's either way. Now, do you believe that your wife was the only one you were meant for? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got, you're an this, idiot, dude. This is, this is, you're an idiot. This is the po- this is the point I'm making. When my, you're an idiot. My wife and I were dating for six years before I even even thought about marriage. Oh, how many years? Six years. Okay, thank you. Shut up. What do you mean? I've been together with my chick for five years. Get off me. I'm not on you. Oh, okay. Go I just ahead. told you, like, hey, man, whenever see, you're ready, I'm it's just time. asking you. So you think your wife was the only one in the world for you? I didn't say. I just said no, and you laughed at me for that. No, you said yes. No, I was like mm, maybe. Like you I don't... said yes, coach. Yeah, you said yes to the the question. That's what I'm. I, I'm well, just... at this point, you got to understand. This is why I'm saying it's so it's so nerve wracking. At this point, yes, because there is no going back. Like she is the, my wife for the rest of my life. You okay. know, so I'm I mean, not, I'm not saying there's ten people out there for you to marry in in this world. I'm not saying there's five. I'm saying there's probably about three people in the world that you could end only up three? I don't know. Only three? Only <laughs> three? Come on! But there's, there's for sure as hell not one person there, it, in I the w- entire I world. I am with you on that 100%. I don't understand the question. Like, are you saying, 
Are, are you? Are you? Do you think it's like basically like destiny, like this unbelievable miracle that happened that you met this one person, that and that you were was the one person you were supposed to marry? Like it was, like it was fate. Yeah, you oh. believe like a supernatural, unbelievable power put this well, thing I'm, into your life am, to happen. I am. I mean, I am faithful to okay. God, so yes. Okay. I mean, I do believe in supernatural. Okay. But I'm just. I mean, I'm not saying God, but I'm also saying fortunate and luck that you moved. There's here. nothing else. Like in my in my life and my belief, that's what I believe. All right. So, yes. All and, right. And, and again, you can look at it however you want because it is your life. And sure, can my wife, you know, something happen to her and, you know, like I no longer have her with me? Like, is there someone else I can marry? Oh, my Probably. God. No, but these are all life scenarios. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it is like at that point when you decide to make this girl your wife, that's it. That's it. She was the one for you. You can't even entertain the fact that there could be someone else out there I'm for you. I'm blown away, and I'm happy for you that out of the entire world, you found the <laughs> one person that you were supposed to marry. Again, if my wife were to die today, I would have to think, like, okay, maybe, you know, I should get my life rolling again and maybe consider having another wife. Pull out the list. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Though? Like, here, you here, have here. to believe I, I was it. watching Seinfeld yesterday, and they had the episode on where George's fiance dies when she's licking the envelopes. Yeah, he killed her. No, he didn't kill her. He got the um, the cheap envelopes. But he didn't. He didn't know that was going to be what killed her. <laughs> he loved it. So, so he was, it was so, so happy. No, it was so funny because she dies, and literally he calls the chick up the next day. He's like, "Hey, well, yeah, I got the funeral tomorrow, but." My weekend's pretty wide open, <laughs> but you, but Hilarious. but you gotta explain uh, it. He never he never wanted to marry her. He just asked her to marry. And he's like, shoot, I screwed up. I don't know how to get out of this. So when she dies, he's like, thank the Lord, like there is a guy. <laughs> it was really funny. It was really really funny. Now let's talk about the NCAA. I wanted to. I don't know how they can get away with this kind of stuff. They. Pretty much called Landers Noli. He's a freshman at Virginia Tech, basketball player. Pretty much called him stupid. Because in high school, he didn't have the highest GPA. And so he had to get a certain number on his ACT to be eligible to play basketball at Virginia Tech. Well, he got a really high ACT score. And they were like, ah, you know, someone with your intelligence level, we don't think you can get that score. So you need to go take the ACT again. How can they tell him Hey, you're stupid, and you couldn't get that score. Maybe he's just a good test taker, and he didn't apply himself in high school. Maybe he waited for the ACT to show you guys that he's really smart. I And they tell him, you are not eligible until you get another ACT. So he had to go retake the ACT score test, and they're waiting for a score to come back Ooh, for him to, for him to be for eligible. This. Will you give us an update? Because now, now I'm in now. I'm, I'm in on the story. Like I want to know what he gets, because what if he cheated? What what if they have inside information that he cheated? Well, I'm sure what? they investigate this stuff when you're trying to get normal scholarships, not even for for sports. If you're a C student and you get a perfect score in the ACT, guarantee they investigate that. Like there especially was a, with scholarships on the line. But there what was, can they investigate? How do they investigate? Well, there was a kid in my high school, Pablo. Right, like he was a terrible student. He was really dumb. He Is this in the valley? Yeah, in the valley. Okay, and he failed classes all the time. He, Pablo wasn't that smart. Pablo was just dumb. Like I don't okay. know if he didn't apply himself or what. If Pablo were to turn in his ACT and it was like a great score, every teacher or coach or somebody would be like, I got to speak up. Like, there's no way Pablo could score that good score. Like, I know him. He's never passed a test in his life. So what sparks up that interest for them to even investigate that? There's got to be a backstory, coach. You know, there's got to be something in there where maybe Pablo, what's this dude's name? 
Ah, uh, what is his name? You made me. Ah, uh, it's not Pablo. Landers Noli. <laughs> Landers. I mean, what if Landers was a lousy student his whole life? I'm sure so they, it was a red flag. Like, okay, but even not sports involved, I guarantee you they have a whatever it is a Scantron system program that highlights Scantron. different. Well, that it highlights different students if their scores are a little bit higher than their normal grades they're used to getting, and I bet they invest. But in what about How the people? Know what because there's people that are really smart that get great grades, but they're not good test takers, I, I, and they get a bad ACT I score. I think that way, where it's like good student, bad grades makes more sense. Because than bad look at student, me, I'm grades. really intelligent, but I didn't apply myself in school because I didn't want to do. You're homework. not intelligent. I am though. <laughs> like I am intelligent enough. To Enough do to all, do what? To do all right on the ACT and the SAT. Just didn't want to do the work at school. I just didn't want to do the work at school. Like, it's just it, it just different things. So for them to call him <laughs> stupid, unless they have proof that some kid went in and took the test for him, I do there not know. There has to be something because I just don't see why any, why there'd be a red flag of like, mm, this score is too good for Landers. Well, if, I mean, what I'm saying, if you jump letters in school, then that sometimes draws attention to it. it. It's really, you really do have to get good grades to get a certain great score on the ACT. I think they work hand in hand. If you get good grades, you're going to get a good, good score on that test taking, da, 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 da. You got to be smart. Because you can take a class that can make you better at the ACT or SAT. Like they oh, teach yeah, yeah, you yeah. how to They're, take it. Yes, so to do. tell me that you have to be intelligent? No, you just have to go to. Maybe he went to that class, and he, he took that class and was like, you know what? They taught me how to take the test. Yeah, great. So when I was in school, I remember. I that- mean, hey, maybe he never had any notes or anything like that, and they just got the Scantron back. I mean, maybe he, they're like, "Hey, we got to see. Did you do you have proof that you studied for this test? What kind of programs did you use? Because we see you usually got a C, and you got a near perfect score." I mean, there you go. When I was in school, I remember the theory of uh, just put C all the way down on the Scantron and you'll you'll pass. Because on average, the answer was more C than it was anything else. Do you remember that? Well, no. They What they said, I don't know if it was exactly C. What I was told is... Well, ours was C. Just get... If you're going to just guess, put the same letter the whole way through. Don't okay. try to go... A, then B, then C, then D, then A, then B. Just put one just letter one, all, the all the way, way down. down. So what if Landers did that? And, and he, he got ended a good up score. being a great score. Did you ever hear about the thing where they said if you put chapstick <laughs> on the Scantron, it wouldn't read the, and you mark them all right? No. I, I wish I, I would have known that. I never tried it, but they always would say it. You know, you'd have your buddy be like, man, don't even study. I always heard from my brother. I always heard from my cousin that if you put lipstick on this, that it won't even lipstick. read. Carmack, so okay. it's invisible, that it won't read and mark them wrong. So you end up getting almost a perfect score. Oh, dude, I remember, like, sometimes the teacher would be like, Eddie, well, you can take this Scantron machine and, like, get everyone's grades. And all you do is you stick the Scantron in the way the arrow was pointed, and it would go, eh, and it would have, those would be the marks that you got wrong. And every time I get mine, I'll put it in the machine, and I'm like, dang it, that's like freaking 50 wrong. Every I'll never forget that sound. And then Trisha, the smartest girl in our class, I put it in and we go, no sound. No sounds at all. Yes, I know Eddie's, exactly. I can't believe the teacher let you do that. I guess there's no way to really cheat that. Can't cheat it. Yeah, yeah. here we go. Machine. According to Museum of Hoaxes, your chapstick thing is incorrect. Okay. It doesn't really work. So Ooh, people that were trying it. it that don't go to work today if you have a test or a quiz and you got to pass and and now thinking about it, I think you're right. It was just pick a number. Pick any one of them. Uh, a, a B, letter, C, D. A yes. not a number, yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. All right, now the NFL announced that they are moving Monday Night Football from Mexico City back to L.A. Good. Okay. Did we see any footage of that field? Now listen. Good God. They showed it. Oh, did it. you see it? <laughs> yeah. 
they showed it on Monday Night Football. They said next Monday we'll be in Mexico City for the you know maybe the most hyped game in the last ten years in the NFL regular season. All this they were hyping it up, and they show someone working on the goalpost. And my first thought in my head, I told my I said that field looks terrible. To my wife, and she goes, really? And I said, yeah, maybe that's just a bad camera because it looked dark. It looked like they didn't have much many lights. I was like, maybe it's just the lighting. Then it comes out, and all these players are like, we're not going to play on that field. The field condition is so bad, we will not play on that field. We're going to have to boycott the, the field. So they move it back to L.A., which is smart. Smart move. Only problem is. Wildfires. No, I wasn't thinking about wildfires. Okay. I'm thinking about what if you're a Chiefs fan? What if you're a Rams fan? Yeah. And you bought tickets, hotel. You planned your family vacation because you go to one game a year away, and that was your chance, and you were going to go to Mexico City, see the game. How terrible that you're going to have to go on this vacation and you're not going to get to see your team play. And you're going to miss their game because they probably don't carry it on TV. Guys, they probably don't carry it on TV. Next time you're trying to plan a trip to Mexico City, please contact me. I'll talk you out of it. I've been there ah. hundreds of times. It's dude, not a good place. Dude, this field was actually pretty comical. They've shown it on TV a couple of times this week. Dude, I'm talking guys are out there with their wheelbarrows and there's piles <laughs> of sod. It looks like it's not even close. Do you know the stadium? Ready. Estadio Azteca? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I've been there. That's where they play all of Mexico's good games. Like that, that's national. Where- Games. That's where they would, they threw the P the over P. the top. Dude, yeah. and I saw one guy out there with like a pickaxe, and I was like, what is he going to do with that? I don't even know if they have the right tools to work on the field, dude. What is Pitts' first name? Andrew. Dang it. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that on the air. I'm sure he really cares. <laughs> brother, I don't want a lot of fan mail, brother. <laughs> Man, he's not you, in the... He's not in the Andrew Pitsenbarger. It's not in there. What? Really? I'm trying to email him to tell him to come in here and give us some t- thoughts on the Chiefs, but I can't get him. Do you see a lot of fans going to Mexico City? Do you see, see a lot of fans going to Mexico City for the game, like traveling over there? Or? Yeah, because I, I think fans travel. Because I saw the Cowboys there. A lot, and it's in Southern California. It's pretty close to I don't know how no, far. No, I, no, no, no Mexico City's down. That's oh, deep, it's way deep, down there? Way down there. Okay. You're talking You're about, about TJ. Tijuana. You're talking about TJ. <laughs> hey, that's different. Hey, that's just right down the Baja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a good move that they're moving it back. And now we got Pittsburgh. Hey, Pittsburgh, I heart no, big it's pits. Pits and Barger, right? How come I couldn't find you in the directory? Uh, I don't know. In the yeah. What, what, what's your first name? John. I emailed you and you didn't respond. Wait, I thought it was Andrew. Middle name. Middle name's Andrew. Oh, Thank I you. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't even know your first name, brother. Oh, no, I knew you your best. middle name. Hey, yeah. why didn't you check your email? I just did. Okay. It's only a few minutes late. I know. What do you got? What what, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce to you the one and only John Andrew Pitsenbarger. He is a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan. Well, he'd probably be the number one, don't you think? Would you be the biggest Chiefs fan ever? Try to be. Uh, Yeah. Have you met anyone that's a bigger Chiefs fan than you? Probably not. I mean, they like follow it. Like, yeah, I mean, I love them. Yeah, I mean, I do what I'm talking about. Okay, I interrupt I, this I looked, program I to tell you, hey, this is a five second reminder that this is Kansas City Chiefs Radio. That for the next two minutes, we are strictly going to talk Kansas City Chiefs football. Thank you for listening on Kansas City Chiefs Radio football. How do you, you buy High V? That's our grocery store. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, those they know oh, High V. That's where you go to get your meat. Hey, let me tell you this. Um, <laughs> hey, you're talking about being a big fan. Uh, I did, and I, I just did this to to humor myself because I knew I wasn't going to actually uh, do it. But I, I did look for flights to go out to LA. How oh, much are they? Uh, way more than I have. Well, I mean, did you think so about going to Mexico like City? Six hundred, seven hundred each way. He did. No, he he said, but he doesn't have a passport. He goes, I wish I could go, but I don't have a passport, and it would be too expensive. 
it would be a neat game to go to. Oh, absolutely. So what are you? What if we put a GoFundMe page up, and maybe the listeners of the Sore Loser Show would throw in some money and buy you, get you a ticket, and that's get you- fine. And I would give it to somebody. Uh, something that what? awesome. I would be because uh, a big fan. You know how many people love the Chiefs? I would find a kid that has no access to any game, and I would. Well, give a kid every- can't fly by himself and, and go. Yes, he Go. You get. You raise GoFundMe for Big Pits, and I'm taking a Chiefs fan that doesn't have that opportunity, and I'm gonna sit him right there. And brother, don't that's come on the, the podcast and start asking for money. He brought it up. I, didn't I brought it up. It. So what? What are your? I would what, love to go, but there's. What more. are your thoughts? Go. I mean, it's what is today Wednesday, of the game. Like, what are you thinking? Man, I'm excited. I mean, I'm disappointed that they lost Cooper Cup. You know, because I you always want when you've got two big teams, you always want at, at full health. You know, so that that's a oh, well, kind I of never, a bummer for them. But I they've got lots of, of weapons. Way. Well, I mean, if you want to see a good football game, you've got the two. To this point, best teams in the league, uh, record-wise. Well, record-wise. Well, I, mean, I agree with you, brother. Just saying that, too, record-wise. Okay. really can't argue that, but um, we'll see. I, I mean, I, it's going to be tough. I, I think I would rather have had a Mexico game for for not being a, a home for L.A. I mean, it sucks that they're going there back to L.A. I thought there was wildfires, but I wish... Uh, I wish it was in Mexico City because I don't want them to have the edge. I don't want their fans in the seats. See, I want fans in the NFL, but I don't want fans. They don't in really it. have a lot. of they fans. They don't really have a lot of fans. There will be more Chiefs fans in the stands than there are Rams fans. If you ever watch their games, they don't really have a home field advantage, and that's what I said a few weeks ago. I forget who they played out there. It may have been Packers. It was Packers. Green Bay. I, and they did had it not look like a home game for the Packers. That's what I mean. Yes. So I think the Rams don't have as many fans as you think. And they're doing something cool with the tickets. They are going to give away, because there wasn't supposed to be in LA, they're giving away thousands of free tickets to the Monday night game to first responders and people that have been affected by the wildfire. I think it's amazing. I think that's a cool deal. On a serious note, though, because I don't know L.A., it, are the wildfires not affecting this area? Like, I, I mean, I know it's a big, big deal. I don't know the city. I know the Rams had to cancel practice one time last week uh-huh. because of the wildfires and a lot of their um, employees and stuff and maybe players lived kind of where the wildfires were. Yeah. But as of right now, I don't know if it will have any effect on this game. Well, let me just say, man, I hope that, man, thoughts and prayers with those people. That's no Absolutely. joke. That's no joke, man. That's Absolutely. But I'm going to, I think this I is. I hope your team the, loses, though. The Chiefs, I think this is how the Chiefs need to play. And this is going to sound crazy because they like to go up and down, up and down the field, but so do the Rams. The Rams seem to have trouble stopping the run. I think you give Kareem Hunt the ball 35 times and you play ball control and you run the ball down their throat. The, the I don't Seahawks, think there's a team that can beat us in the NFL if you give the ball to Kareem Hunt 35 times. Seahawks ran for over 200 yards against the Rams. So if you can do that, I think you can win the game. I do not think as powerful and as offensive as we have, I don't want to have a shootout with L.A. I think they have more. Oh man, it I mean, would be who, interesting to think who has more weapons, you or the Rams. I would say the Rams. Well, that's what I just have said. Re- I don't. Weapons. Do you take? Let me ask do. you this: Do you take? Uh, what the Mc, Chiefs have the weapons, not Pitts. Yeah, the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> you say Pitts? I don't know. Do you take McVeigh and Goff? Uh, like, if you were to pick your your duo, or Reed and Mahomes. I would, take, I would take. I, I would take McVeigh as a coach mm-hmm. over Andy Reid, but I would take. Mahomes, I think, over Goff. So, so if that, you could pick your ideal situation, yes, you'd I flip would flip them. I would flip them. I would take yeah, I, I think McVeigh is a genius. What are your what are your strengths? Nobody's arguing that. I think he's gonna have an exciting career uh as a coach. 
I love his style, to be quite honest with you. It's, it's refreshing. It's very college-like to me. I see you're very it. down today. I don't know. You're no energy. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, down. hey, I'm I, just hope talking, that girl on sorry, Twitter, gonna... I hope that girl on Twitter is listening right now. I'm just telling you that all of the podcasts would sound like this. So go ahead. Keep keep listening. Stop it. You mean my one fan? No, I mean, we're talking about wildfires and stuff like that. We can get crazy. But uh, I don't know. I think you take Reed's leadership, man. I mean, I think you like McVay, but overall, and I guess you don't get that with that experience. But, uh, man, I, I don't think the Rams are going to beat us on Monday night. So, okay. I mean, if, if you want to get up, I mean, we can give you reasons for that. Well, then lock I mean, the you damn throw, thing up. Here, here's, here's how you, here, <laughs> I don't know how to do all that. And be, reading well, on your tweets, neither do you. But I, I know that you have to – the Lamar Hunt thing I agree with. But Mahomes, I hope he can be settled, settled down. Mahomes, what did I say? No, I mean, Hunt obviously need to run the ball. But Mahomes, I mean, we miss – we miss – he's missed – how many touchdowns he got? 31, 30? He's missed four. Five. I mean, he, the, he just gets a little bit in the first half, the last few games. He's missing wide open passes to Tyreek, wide open to Mahomes. Um, I, I don't really, I don't really think LA can. I mean, I see him going in there. It's a, it's a. He's already played a national primetime game against the Patriots. Played well, had his struggles in the first half. I can see us beating them by double digits. I mean, I really can. I can see it being a ten point game at home. I know that's ballsy of me, but oh, watch your mouth. Did you not do that? You can say ballsy. Whoa. What's bad about ballsy? Okay, you said it three times. <laughs> Move on, Pittsburgher. Well, um, okay, you we're get wrapping me up. Off, you get me All off right. train of All thought. All right. Everybody there is. commercial <laughs> break on uh, Chiefs Radio. Thank you for listening to Kansas City Chiefs Radio. We Where you can say ballsy. You can say ballsy. Uh, that's five say. times, brother. All right, you thank you, brother. He said this, ass This brother. brother God. God. Will you get him out of here? Security. Go this Chiefs. segment has been brought to you by Kansas City Chiefs Radio here in Kansas City, Missouri. This has been Kansas City Chiefs Radio. Chiefs Come on by Eddie's uh, Rib House tonight. We got specials for uh, two rack of ribs for half price. Yeah, if you like barbecue in Kansas City, yeah, Come get it. Yeah, he, I, I don't know. I felt like uh, Pitts was a little down hey, today. Can we I not know. have him on the show when he's depressed? I, I don't know. I, I thought he was going to be excited about the Chiefs, but he was kind of, I don't know. I but can I guess. Lo- hey, I, Pitts is awesome. No, I heard Big Pitts on Twitter. Twitter. He, he, just, he just wasn't as excited as he usually is about his Chiefs. But he did say they're going to blow him out. If you're a better, listen to what he said. He knows the team. He didn't lock it up, though. He, didn't he lock said it they up. would win by double digits. That well, means they're going to win big, and there's no way that's a 10-point spread. Can it's I tell no, you guys? It's, it's the Rams by three and a half. Of course Love there's it. no way it's a 10-point spread, Coach. I'm just saying. There's no way that they're going to win by Coach, double digits. The beauty no, of this <laughs> podcast is you can say dumb things. I had a dude twi- hit me up on Twitter. He didn't even understand our betting. No, it's so okay. Don't make don't make fun of people. That I'm not don't, making fun of him. No, you did. No, I'm saying for me to say the spread, not 10. I mean, most people don't really know the spread. Well, that's why you can just say they're not going to win by double digits. All right. they, they could. I, I, oh, or they will. Whatever. I'm just, my point is. Yes, it, it's interesting that he he's that confident of how that's the Chiefs. That's crazy. I, I don't think the Chiefs. I don't know. I, it, I, I don't think either team will take the lead for more than 10. Like, there's, I just don't. I think it'll be a really close game. Oh, I think I think I if anything I would say the Rams more because I think their defense has more abil- uh, more of an ability to stop somebody than the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs defense is so bad. Well, then and, there you go. It's Rams. Exactly opposite of what he just you're said. You're saying if there is a team to if, go If there's a up, team that's going to blow out, blow them out, it's I think Rams. it's the Rams. Okay. You know there is a bet you can do. Will one team score three consecutive times? That's fun oh, bet. Oh wow. What does that pay? It's a good one. I mean, it's sort of like look at the Saints. The Saints got up huge on the Rams. It, it, it can happen. It can. It, it's going to be an interesting game. I can't wait to watch it. But we brought Pitts in today to bring some excitement, and it didn't work very Sorry well. Sorry about that. Guys. But I think he thought he was on NPR radio or something like that. Here's a cool story. Northwestern. 
They qual they 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 punched their ticket this weekend. They're going to the Big Ten Championship. Okay? So there's they get eight thousand student tickets. It may not they may not be able to get to Indy for the game. So there's a don an alumni or alum, I don't know what do you call them? Alum. Alum. Like one person? Yes, one person. A generous donor who will buy all the tickets students to go to Indy for the Big Ten Championship game. Why can't they go? Is there a snowstorm or something? Well, it may be expensive. You can't afford it. The tickets are expensive to go uh, travel to uh, Indy. What is that? Chicago to Indy. Two hours? It ain't that far. I mean, come on, guys. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 then superhero alumnus, you know, like I'll get like, all right, dude, you just why can't the school just say like, let's use all the buses that we have and let's let's just move you have students. to buy the tickets. So he's buying all eight thousand tickets for the students. I mean, that's pretty cool. And the that school is, cool, is I mean, paying for forty three buses so that all eight thousand students will be Boom. able to go. Right now, about. there are only three thousand students that have signed up for the. See, nobody even wants to go anyway. <laughs> And <laughs> you would think the whole school would jump in on that. Well, I, it is a smaller school. It though. is a small yeah, school. Yeah, but I mean, three thousand out of I mean, they've got to. Yeah, I wonder how many people are enrolled in there. But uh, that's a good story. I like that, dude. In, unless you knew, I've been to Northwestern before on the L. Unless you know Northwestern's right there, you ride right through it, see I've, some purple, and that's it. You I've don't even know school right through it. Yeah, it's trying you, to get to Ditka's. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Ditka's is downtown. You got to go a lot farther than that. Oh, okay. it's not downtown? Maybe there was a Northwestern this building is, or something. This is how hard it is. Northwestern's undergraduate enrollment, 8,576. Interesting. Okay, I just absolutely so, nailed that. So that means only one-eighth of the school's already gone. One-eighth? 3,000. Right? Oh, okay. That sounds like half almost. <laughs> like your math is horrible. But that I think that's so cool that someone, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, it obviously is someone that's rich. And is going to donate the alumnus? Yeah, 8,000 tickets. I don't know how much the tickets are. It might have been Wilbon. He's a Northwestern fan. That's true. That's where he went. Wilbon, if you want to step forward, my man, thank you. You can be the superhero. Thank you, Wilbon. He can be the superhero. He doesn't give a crap. He's so rich. He, he can pay that and not care. How yeah. rich is Wilbon? Oh, really? Super He's on rich. TV in prime time every afternoon with Kornheiser <laughs> on a hugely popular sports talk show. Are you going to look up his net worth? Net worth. Yeah, uh, he's the bald dude, right? Yeah, the yep. one that always yells. And oh, you, Twelve million, and you know he has side stuff bad. we don't even know about. Like he's invested in some teddy bear company or something. <laughs> oh yeah, Build a Bear. Dude. Oh, Build a Bear. <laughs> That's a great teddy bear company. By yeah, way. and just so you know, guys, today is the last day. <laughs> oh no, of the year benefit enrollment <laughs> that we have to talk about. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell <laughs> decided. No, you. I don't know. You say stupid things. But, I'm just like, uh, nobody. The, nobody at home knows what he's talking about. Appreciate. But Eddie's talking about in our company emails. We get them every single day. You have three days left to enroll in health benefits. You have two days left, and the deadline is today. We literally got a million emails, so that but was funny. You only if you work. But here. you can't appreciate. No, no, no. This is across the nation. If you work for a corporation okay. that provides health insurance, this is a thing that happens at the same time. But you can't appreciate. Well, people, I'm sorry, you can't. Appreciate Lunchboxes look every time I interrupt him with something stupid like that. He gets he looks at me like, "What the f are you talking about?" It's the best look ever, and really that's why I do it. But I'm he had sorry. a major point to make, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, benefit enrollment. Yes, I'm sorry. You Lunchbox. killed the flow of Lunchbox. what I'm trying to do. I apologize. Go. Le'Veon Bell did not report. He cannot play wow. in the NFL this season. So we just want to say. This is the last day we talk about Le'Veon Bell. Oh, he is going no. on vacation. Yeah, this is unless 
What else is there to talk about? Nothing. He's not going to play, and he can't sign anywhere until the offseason. So until he signs somewhere, we don't need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no more after today. This is it. <laughs> no. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon. Where is he going like, to – if you're Le'Veon Bell, where do you go on vacation? Like you went to Miami for so long, and then you came back to Pittsburgh, and you teased us like, hey, I'm coming, I'm coming. Ben Roethlisberger sent him a text yesterday saying, hey – Really hope you show up, but whatever you do, good luck in the future, blah, blah, blah. That's what the Le'Veon, text said? Le'Veon Bell didn't Texted respond. Texted him or tweeted him? Texted him, I believe. Wow. Wow. But you remember Ricky Williams? He would go to Jamaica, right? Like, where was his thing? Remember when he quit and he was just like, I'm going to Jamaica. I can't take this. At times I do act like I'm an expert about stuff I don't know about. I do know about this one. And I know he went somewhere. It. A lot of these um, athletes that have okay. money, they love to go into the Caribbean. They love places like, no, but they love places like the Dominican Republic. There's amazing resorts there. You can spend all your money. And there's not people that bother you. There's a lot of exclusivity over there. Right, they do don't it. know who Le'Veon Bell yeah, is. Yeah, so I'm not saying there's other places you can go. They love the DR. He's going to go somewhere where you can chill and drink and smoke. Excuse me? Like he 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 obviously likes smoking. Like that's what he gets busted for Whoa, all the time. Right? So you're telling me he ain't even trying anymore, like to work out. No, he's he, now on vacation. He can't do anything. He's off. Dang. He's got a whole year off. He has the next. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me he's on a banana boat right now. He's going, he's probably he's, on a banana boat yeah. or a tube. You know, he's tubing or skiing, slalom Dang. skiing across the lake. Maybe deep sea fishing. So he sent that upside down tweet, and since then he's just been straight up vacation mind. Coach, what's he gonna do? He can't. He's not gonna work out for a whole year straight. How serious? Like, I wonder were his workouts. I wonder if he really was taking it serious, or if he was chilling all these weeks so far. I think he was taking it serious. I really think he thought he was gonna come back. Okay. And then they find the loophole that he didn't have to report, and he's like, you know what? I'm out. Because why would he leave Miami and go back to Pittsburgh just to tease us? Because he thought maybe for a second I it thought might he, happen. Yes, he thought he was going back. And he, he sent the tweet, right? He goes, bye Miami or yeah. something. Okay. All right, can I make a prediction? Farewell Miami, yeah. Here's the prediction I'm going to make. Le'Veon will not well, go bye-bye. Is, bye. is it a sports bet? He will not go bye-bye. He will not say goodbye. You're not even going to hear from me for the next six, seven months. He's going to be in the news for something that they're going to create. Like either he gets in trouble somewhere because he's – Ties, he's, he doesn't have a lot to do. He's bored. Or he's going to start tweeting during games, and they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, Le'Veon Bell's tweets during the games are great. He's criticizing everyone. He needs to stay relevant. There's no way he can go on a banana boat for a whole year, and we can't hear Sports Center, ESPN, all the websites—they're gonna have, they're gonna need to talk. Okay, no, no, no so they're gonna, gonna cover him. Yes, if he if he's out somewhere on a banana boat or he's yeah. at a club, they're gonna cover him. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm is, saying that's is his we, that's his strategy. He, there's no way that he can just go off the map for six months. He needs to stay in it so the the teams will not forget about no, him. Trust me, teams aren't forgetting about Le'Veon Bell. They're not forgetting about him. The, every team. Knows Le'Veon Bell is now available next season. Coach, if he doesn't work out and all he does is just drink and smoke, I mean, they're not going to want him. He will be in. He shows up with a beer belly, like, all right, let's do this. In time for whenever, (laughs) whenever he has free, he has a chance to sign with a team. He'll be in shape, but maybe he takes the next (laughs) month off without working out. But but my prediction is you're gonna. There's gonna be some kind of. Things that are going to happen in his life that's going to keep him in the news. Hey, give me the ball. Be five out in the middle. Get me in the flats. Uh, Le'Veon, did you gain, what was that, 120? What on earth? His pants are like, oh, I got to loosen my belt here a little bit. All right, I'm ready. Give me the ball. Let's go. Yeah, but he's out. He's on vacation. <laughs> like, he probably told his trainer, take a month off. 
I think that's interesting. So you think Eddie, not anything about the contract, but you think he's going to make the news in some way yes. in the next three weeks, and he's probably going to do something to make that news. Yes, he's a superstar. So uh, okay. And a superstar can't just go off the map for a year. Like okay. He's got to stay relevant so his... So his status stays up there. Right. He's already because he was already doing nothing and making the news. He was at a club in Miami. Correct. And of course, TMZ and everybody, they're reporting. Right. Hey, but he's right. at the club. Not that, but you're saying maybe he comes out with a sneaker in like a month. Oh, Le'Veon Young came yeah. out with a sneaker? Something. Boom, he's in the news or yes. something. Okay. okay. And he did put on social media, I think it was yesterday, he voted for James Conner for the Pro Bowl. That's funny. I thought that was so That's funny. That's really funny. That, why would he do that? Like, what's that's what I'm saying. He, no, oh, it's, oh, oh. He's not mad. Like yesterday, we talked about is he cheering for the Steelers? Oh, he's no, not I saw it mad different. at his teammates. He's saying props to you for balling out, like showing up and you know doing work. Like you're talented. Like I respect that. He's saying I have nothing wrong with you, the players. It's the management is what he is against. Are the votes public? They don't have to be, but he took a picture of it. And that's my point. He's doing it. There's a reason why he does it. Not to show that I support my teammates. He's probably being a jerk. He's probably just being like, yeah. like nah, it. I think he's cool with him. You do? Yeah. Dude, I mean, he, you got to support a guy like Connor. He came back. He at one point had cancer, and now he's in the NFL, and now he's showing out every Sunday. It's pretty like, cool. That's a pretty inspirational story. I can't believe that dude's even in the NFL, much less dominating and beating the stats of Le'Veon. Yes, but I think it's just so cool that he voted for him, like saying, hey, you know what? That's my boy. I can't ever help. It's my fault, and I'll I'll figure a way out to to do it. But every time I see someone do something publicly, like a vote that normally isn't publicly, I get skeptical about it. Like That's just a thing where I'm like, I feel skeptical about why would he do that. To tell There's, us, because he can't tell. He has to do everything cryptically. Right, he wrote he upside to, down on Twitter, and then he did that to right, say, "Hey, right, right, right." He, because he can't come out and say, "I hate upper management." He just goes, "Boom!" Right, here's a that, picture of something. That's to what it is. It. When you say, "Is it cryptic?" It's cryptic saying, "Hey, manage it, management. Screw you!" Like I'm mad at you. I'm not mad at my teammates. I can respect him being a baller, and I'll give him a vote for the Pro Bowl because he deserves to be there. Awesome. Fair enough. What What have we learned about Le'Veon? He likes to do stuff cryptically i like that that is cool yeah so be looking for that especially in the next three weeks look for something cryptic oh yeah next three they'll, weeks. They'll why a, three weeks i don't know there'll, there'll, I just be, a that there'll be a lot of stuff i guess out. the rest of the season so another what is it month and a half ish month and a half longer the than season that? coach it goes all the way like, february yeah it's all the super bowl's in february <laughs> oh, have you ever have you ever watched the nfl <laughs> yeah my bad i'm sorry february coach. i forgot the exact dates i'm not in the nfl i only watch it yeah, I mean that's really that's all I got for today, guys. That I mean I just thought that was so cool. We Ooh, want, I had a news story that popped up. Let me see if I can find it. It's uh, a guy that got a DWI and busted with marijuana, drunk, and the cops pull him oh, over. I ha- yes. Did you have that? Yeah. And, and and the cops are like, you know, what's the deal? He's like, I'm sorry, officers. I'm sorry. It's the Jets' fault. They suck. That's why I'm drinking so much and yeah, doing drugs. Yeah, 57-year-old man from New Jersey. I drank too much because the Jets, Jets suck. suck. <laughs> he blamed his problem on the Jets. What a loser. And, and he uh, is smiling in his mugshot. What a loser. He is smiling in his mugshot. Pretty dang funny. Are you guys going to shut the door on anything, take anything to the bank? Do, Coach, we ma- do we make any picks on this show? Coach, I'm sorry. No. I, I, let me talk about this for one second. I didn't know that this is something that I could do. I may do something every night. Coach, I have never bet on basketball before. And last night, I just got bored. I saw the Golden State game was about to start. I saw that Golden State was favored by 12 and a half. I'm like, without the one of, half of the Splash Brothers, drink. drink. 
and then Draymond Green's out, I'm like, there's no way they can be the same team and, and beat the Hawks by that much. And then what's the over-under? 229. There's no way they score that much without half of the Splash Brothers, Drink, Drink. and Draymond Green. So I took it. And you won the bet. I did a $1 parlay, and I won $2.81 last night, boys. Oh, dang. Why are you shaking your I head? I cannot believe you're stressing over a, to win $2. When you only have $8 in your account, you stress over every single penny, Coach. No, because you can just put more in. I'm, I don't want to do that. I know, but... Oh, that feeling of when you bust your credit card out. I've only done it twice. When you bust your credit card out and you type in those numbers in your website... I just think it's feel like I, I think it's funny that you want to win like you do those big parlays. Yeah. Like those are worth the dollar bet, but then you'll bet a dollar just to win two dollars. You see your the, the the stress level should be nothing when you're betting for the two dollars. I fell asleep. I checked it out in the morning. <laughs> there you go. So there was no stress level. But how cool is that? I may do it every night. If I'm watching a game, let me put a dollar on them. Let me see what that spread is. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. Can I lock one up? Whatever you want to do. Guys, just give me a second on this one. I've won three in a row. I'm absolutely hot. Take some money out. Get some money out of the bank. Do what you need to do. I'd say put $100 on it. Don't get crazy or wacky. Wait till our college. Wait till our NFL. This is a Tuesday night, Wednesday night type type of thing. All we're doing is hitting an NBA game tonight. Okay? Very simple. It's a later game. You're going to have to stay up a little bit late. Okay? Los Angeles Lakers, Portland Trailblazers. We are going under 223 points. That is way too high. Vegas missed on this one. I'm going for a four-game winning streak, okay? We don't charge for our picks. Our picks are entirely for free. Eventually, we're going to start to charge for these picks. No, take this, take this, and make money off of it. People will tweet us, sore loser show, every day and say, hey, I made money. This is free money, okay? Lakers, Portland Trailblazers, under 223. Lock it up. Three in a row, I'm going for a four-game winning streak. Do you have any reasoning behind that? I, the Lakers, when I watched them play, they I don't think they play that fast. Compared to the Warriors, compared to the Pelicans shooting the threes, I, the Lakers are a type of team that cannot do a 223 over-under. Vegas missed on this one. It should be more around the 215 range. I've seen Portland play. Lillard will shoot up a half quarter. Other than that, McCollum, he ain't shooting the threes. The teams that shoot the threes go the overs. The teams that don't shoot the threes go the unders. That's why we're going under 223. Blazers, Lakers, lock it up. Coach, help me out. I'm like a rookie at gambling on on basketball. When I saw 229 last night, I was like, I looked at the rest of other spreads, and I'm like, there aren't a lot of games that go 229 over, like as far as the line. Oh, and real quick, explain the line. Well, the line is the total points for both teams. That total is either over or under it. Right. So you either bet that the total amount of points are going to go over that or, number or under or it. Or under it. Okay. Very so simple. Just, just, so, just so people know. 50-50. That is gambling in America. Now, is 229, 230 a high number for basketball? The numbers are different this year. I'm telling you. The numbers you. are different this year because of the rule change. I'm telling you. No, the the, I, I, the we, scores are a lot higher, I so know it's that. hard. I know that. Coach. So I'm asking now today in basketball today currently is 230 a high number because because at all the games going on today, I mean, there's still not a lot of numbers at that level. Right. There, I think the numbers right now range from 215 to 220. Those are all way up from what they used to be. Way up. Coach, we're not talking about last year. Okay, we're talking about right ju- now. If just, you're a two, up, just so you know, the Lakers are averaging 116 a game this season. They can score okay. that 116. That's helpful information. They yep. can score that 116, and the Blazers can score 107. Um, and you'll still have your under, folks. That's a push. A push means it's a tie. It's you, the, you don't you land, land on that number. Lose. You land right on that number. But yeah, what Eddie's saying, if it's 230, that's a high. 
215 is the lower teams now, but now teams are scoring a lot more than they did last year because of the rule change. You have to shoot the ball right away if you get a rebound on the offensive side. There you go. All right. Not bad, boys. But don't put big money on games if you don't understand gambling. Hit us up at Sore Loser Show, and we'll answer your questions. Guys, if you do want to dabble in it, just do a dollar like me. It's fun just to see where your dollar goes. If you can turn your dollar into $2.81. That's the American dream. That's a fun night. Wow. And your wife won't hate you. and you That's know, what this country was founded your on. Your kids will eat dinner. Like It'll be fine. With $2? What's no, the over-under? I'm under? saying that you're not risking. Okay. I'm interested to see. Well, uh, Blazers are averaging 115 a game. Well, by per the stats. Yeah, it's just interesting. I'm interested to see it. Like I, I, I just looking because you say the numbers are different this year, and I'm just looking. Every game, every team is scoring over 100 points. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, and it is dangerous taking under. I am taking an under because these that's teams, two in a row, Ray taking an under. These teams just shoot, folks. It's like woo, free for all. Sometimes there ain't even defense on the court. Guys are just launching up half quarters. Basketball is wacky nowadays. I don't know if you guys have seen a game. It's pretty wacky. But yeah, it's some high scoring. So especially with these over-unders, just relax. And then, guys, don't forget, if it's a close game, there are going to be a lot of fouls at the end, and then those points are just going to start going up quick. But if it is a close game, sometimes each possession matters, so they slow it down big time. Yeah, it's true. All right, well, talk to you later. Have a great day. Uh-oh. Oh, and if the game goes to overtime, you're screwed. Oh, gonna... no, 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 you're not. There's a bet where you can bet if the game's going to go go over overtime. If you... He's talking about his over-under bet. Talking about the over-under. Oh. Hey, so if uh, if you see Lakers Blazers overtime, don't even check the score because it's for sure went over and we lost. But the bet. guys, if you have an extra dollar just that you want to throw away, there's a bet at the very bottom that says will the game go overtime or not. If <laughs> you bet that it won't, you're probably gonna, that dollar. Uh, I if bet you, you can bet win eighty dollars. No, if you bet that the game will not go overtime, it will be a regular. It'll be done in regulation. Your dollar. Well, you can win like three cents. But if you choose that it will we'll go, go overtime, to overtime, you could win 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah! Woo! All right, everybody, have a great day. That was some terrible gambling yeah, talk. I'm we, out. Didn't, we didn't sound confident at all. We're out. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. <laughs>